And away we go, hour three of the morning show on Wednesday, the 26th of July. As he does every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, Neil Atkins joins us during the 8 o'clock hour. And Neil brought a special guest with him this morning, too. I do, so, I do. Yeah, yeah, one of nice. our city council candidates. Mm-hmm. Now, the parade of council candidates continues. It does, but you know, I <laughs> offer it to everybody, and there's only a handful. I know, well. That have wanted to come on KDL, which is the blockbuster AM and news right. station in the Northland. Well, it's obviously the uh, people who don't show up's lost. That's right. I the heck know. with them. I know. Ashley, how the heck are you? Good. Can't complain. How are you guys? I'm great. I'm great. So tell us, what's going on with the campaign? Man, if it's, I mean, it's busy. It's always ramping up. Um, we're doing door knocking, going out there, meeting people, talking one-on-one. It's, it's a hectic season. So your lawn sign says Ashley. Exactly. The big on top, Ashley, and then you can see my last name right below it. Well, what's your last name now? Castaldo. Oh, Castaldo. Okay. Well, I see the sign saying Ashley at me, so I'm going... But I'm sure as people, long as you're the only Ashley on the ballot, that'll that's work. Right. Exactly. Yeah. You know, this is goes back before any of us, but there was a mayor's race in town where there was a George D. Johnson and a George E. Johnson. Oh boy, that were running for mayor. <laughs> That'd be a bit confusing. And yeah, and I I can't remember which one won, but this is back <laughs> I think in the 1950s. Yeah. So. To confuse people, there yeah. you go. You really had to know your middle initials on that one. For sure. Wow. So you've been out stumping all over the place, knocking on doors, talking to folks. What are you hearing? So I hear a big push for change. Basically, Duluthians just want something different. They want something fresh. They want some a new way of approaching the city. Um, but it also comes back to just basics. They want to see the potholes dealt with. They want to. They have huge questions about their property taxes and just about ways to make it it possible for Duluth to be Duluth and people to live here. So those are the big common ongoing issues. Well, I'll tell you, the potholes certainly are an issue. Whether you're <laughs> driving a car, truck, or bicycle out there, if you're in a bicycle, I mean, you could get swallowed up and never <laughs> reappear again in some of these potholes. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm sure people have seen that picture, you know, all over social media of, the, you know, the street kind of caving in. And, I mean, that's like the beginning of a horror movie in, in some respects. So hopefully that gets dealt with. <laughs> well, I hope so. I hope so. So... So you're hearing uh, people talking about that, and you've got a couple of main points out there, and then you've got to give us your website, too, so people can find you. And obviously you mentioned uh, potholes and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. I know the last time we talked, you were talking about some of the restrictive ways the city puts roadblocks in front of people as far as the permitting process. You were kind of interested in trying to get that squared away at some point. Yeah, I'm, I've been talking ongoing with multiple business owners within the community and just kind of the setbacks that they've had communication-wise with City Hall and getting ongoing with their business development plans. They see you know openings happening, and then all of a sudden they get a new requirement put on the table. So working to kind of ease that process and make it so we can have a plan and then the American Dream finalized for these individuals who want to start a business in the community is the goal that I have, is to make it as easy as possible for people to get, up and ha- get going. Well, they'll tell you, you need, you need support on that one, especially for the rest of the council and, and hopefully from the mayor's office, whoever the mayor may be. Of course, this is a year where the mayor's election is up, too. So Absolutely. And I've seen some individuals in the, the candidate field for city council and other, other offices that seem to have really good ideas and be on board with that kind of vision. So if we get enough change possible, I think we can make some headway. Good. Well, you've got just shy of two weeks to go here before the primaries. So are you getting pretty excited? I am. I'm. I'm really excited for to end this kind of chapter and hopefully begin the next one for going on to the general. So, I'm looking forward to it. Good. Good. 
other uh, other things going on out there. We we see the they're debating now. We're probably going to have to shut the door here in a second. My goodness, what are they doing? Maybe. Oh, today is liquor day. I liquor, forgot this about is that. drinking yeah. liquor day at a couple of the studios here. Gee they bring. Whiz. I think Vickery comes in and brings in some yeah. toddies for everybody. Uh, they never bring it into us. Yeah, so the party's they, underway uh, station wide, but. They never, they never bring it. Hi, Bruce. Hey, Bruce. Yeah, Bruce will be back next. Bruce hour. will be back later <laughs> on the sports deal. No, we don't want to. But they get a little wild down there in KQ. Maybe so. Bruce, we could send Bruce down there to. Yeah, maybe shut he'll him settle off. him down a little bit. So, <laughs> well, speaking of uh, drinking liquor, uh, we've got this whole marijuana issue mm-hmm. coming up for the state legislature passed legislation legalizing it as of August first. But of course, uh, it's going to be some time before. Stores can start selling yeah. weed. Uh, and there are ways to get it, however, I'm sure. But oh, I'm sure. The 1st of August. Uh, There's um, uh, a proposed city ordinance that's going to restrict uh, people b- using it out in public places, and there's a restriction in, in public parks and that sort of thing. Uh, what are you hearing on that? Yeah, that's some really interesting uh, resolutions coming out. So... I have some kind of experience in the background with it. Uh, with last time I ran for city council when I was one vote away from the primary, I actually ran on incorporating a marijuana business plan into the city of Duluth and pushing for that, for that preparation, so we would be ready for when it finally gets rolled out. I assumed that there would be an eventu- eventuality, and we're here now. Um, so I think it's very interesting that we had two years, technically, of preparation that could have been invested already in this. And Nobody's done anything. Yeah, and it no. seems like it was very much rolled out last minute. Um, I don't know the specifics on that, but I think that there was plenty of people at the table who could have provided advice for how to to move forward and incorporate community input. Uh, I'm certainly glad that they had the community open and available for this week for the city council meeting to kind of pull back and amend the resolution. But I think it's I think what going forward, we've seen cities, you know, in state specifically Denver and Las Vegas, how they rolled out and the hiccups that they made there prior. I think we should be looking to them. Um, how to best implement, at least for our city, because um, there's definitely a, a, a sensitive area between do we want children to be introduced to these articles or these substances, or and also the business owners' rights to having people right. come in from the city. So, Well, one of the things they, they were talking about is public parks, and you cannot drink alcohol in public parks unless there's an event going on sure. where somebody's got the beer license, and alcohol is an intoxicant. Marijuana, whatever people want to say one way or the other, is an intoxicant also. And uh, it only makes sense not to... You, you go down to the Leaf Erickson Park with your kids, and all of a sudden you got 30 people sitting on the side there on the bench smoking weed. And and uh, it only makes sense to restrict that. Mommy, what's that smell? Yeah. And believe me, it is a... Dis- <laughs> we know the smell. It is a distinct... It is a distinct smell. So... The, the point of the matter is I get, they'll tweak it, what they need to do. What do they uh, tweak, by the way? I, I did not hear. So. Well, I, I, I don't know yet. Oh, I'm, okay. I'm maybe actually They're in the knows. process of I'm, tweaking, I'm, maybe. Well, yeah, they, there's amendments. Uh, Forsman oh, okay. and uh, a couple other counselors, Rasdorf and Tomnick, mm. are bringing forth this ordinance. And uh, there's other counselors that are concerned about that it's too restrictive or whatever the case. It does say in the article here, this is uh, in the News Tribune, that similar restrictions are found in Maryland, Oregon, California, and Nevada. And this right. is Noah Hobbs who's talking about uh, the restrictions so that you can, one, protect the businesses so that they, they don't have 
the commotion out in front of their businesses and also protect kids and citizens who want nothing to do with this so they can go on and, and have a nice day. Yeah. Currently, it looks like the um, the amendment includes allowing sidewalks and those kind of um, public traffic spaces allowing access for that. So it'll be interesting to see. I think it, I think a good portion of what the state should do is also just help promote education on topics of drugs and drug prevention, um, just to mitigate that factor too. So are we going to have are we going to have marijuana dens, <laughs> marijuana bars out there? I, I mean, my question is, uh, there's a Clean Air Act. Yeah, I'm not the, sure you can uh, smoke anything in the in, Well, you can't indoors. smoke anything indoors. Right. In in public places. So the dens would have or to be outside. Or in, in then, restaurants right. or bars or right. whatever. Mm-hmm. So people with all these restrictions basically are going to have to smoke their marijuana at home. Or if yeah. they're smoking it in their cars and driving, it's just like <laughs> uh, drinking a beer. And right. A yeah, it's dangerous. Yeah. That's good. Mm-hmm. What was your slogan there, uh on, on uh, get and, high and get a DWI. Oh, there or something you go. Like get that, high yeah. and get a DWI. See, Dave is patented yeah. his slogan there. Oh no, that's uh, that came out yesterday from the state patrol. Oh, somebody. Oh, the yeah, state they already. Yeah, that's that that their one. slogan. Okay. Well, get we'll high, find, get a DWI. So. Well, we'll find out, and you won't be and involved. That not only includes cars, but also boats and, and recreational vehicles too. Yeah. The DNR was a part of that. So, oh, so they're gonna the yeah. long arm of the law will be upon <laughs> all of us. Be careful out there. I guess so. All right. So we should take a break, and we'll be back in just a bit. Okay. 822 here on KDAL. Well, Steve, you wonder getting us back into the morning show here with everything's all right, uptight, out of sight. There you go, Dave. Uh-huh. Out of sight, uptight, the whole night. Uh, we'll get back to Ashley. First, we've got a uh, phone call to get to. Am I going to be able to hear him? Uh, probably not without your headphones. Hi, who's this? Hi, good morning. This is Jerry. It's Jerry. A, a grin for you this morning. All right, Jerry's got a grin for us, so here we it's, go. It's an old one, but it's still good. <laughs> All right. Sven and Oli are out fishing, and they're catching fish like crazy. So Oli says to Sven, he says, you better mark the spot so when we come back we can find us some fish. So he takes a big piece of chalk, and he puts a big X on the front of the boat. And Oli says, why, you dummy, that'll never work. He says, why not? He says, what if we get a different boat tomorrow? Oh, yeah, yeah. Thank you. That's a beauty. I like that Does one. Does this mic work? Uh, no. No. Okay. Does headphones work over there? Over here they work. Well, that's great. You got a long enough cord? No, I've only got, I've only got a shorty here. So <laughs> We're in big trouble. Uh, well, anyway, that was, uh, that's the uh, I heard Jerry's so. joke there. Yeah, so. good enough. I, a fisher of men or there, whatever yeah, he was right. in there. So, Ashley. Yeah. What other things are cooking? What, what's your website there or where people can get a hold of you? Sure, it's ashleyfordelute.com, so A-S-H-L-I-E, fordelute.com. Right. Other things, any other things? Now, you gave us some background before. Some people may not have been listening in, so you're married. You have a, a son. and Yeah, and, and he goes to school uh, at Stellamar St. James, uh, same school that I went to. Um, but I also graduated from Denville High School, so he's he's kind of walking my footsteps there, which gotcha, is nice. Gotcha, gotcha. Anything else you want to share with us? Yeah, I've been have, um, enjoying some senior citizen uh, elder center visits. It's been really great getting out in the community. Um, it's been really interesting to meet different demographics that might have been ignored by prior candidates. I've made it really clear that I'm running a, a, as an independent bipartisan campaign. So nobody is exempt from, from talking with me or sure. hearing their issues. So it's been really great, and I've had a lot of positive responses from it. There's a lot of people who are coming out saying, you know, this is the first time that You've come to my, anyone's come to my door. Yep. This is the first time that someone has wanted to hear what I have to say. And I think the more that we're open and willing to talk to people and bring them to the table, I think is only better for the city. 
Well, I, I hear you on that. It, you know, it's for me, it was always fun to go door knocking and meeting people. Every once in a while, you ran into somebody that wasn't happy to see you. Yeah, that ha- happens every once in a while. <laughs> Luckily, it's been very rare this time. So <laughs> I'll never forget one time I, I um, knocked on a, a door and a guy was there and I, I introduced myself and he took my literature and he looked at me, he ripped it up and he threw it at me. Oh, so I go, gee. okay. Nice but guy. But that's life of the fast lane, you know, that's the way yeah. that goes. And Actually, are, are there any uh, debates or anything going on or are they going to wait till after the primary, I suppose? So I've heard in the background that there's been a lot of candidates wanting to have a debate yeah. prior to the primary, but it looks like it's we're running down to the wire and it's not right. feasible, so it's going to be after. Um, so my goal is to get past the primary and make it there. I feel that I have some really strong answers and some yeah. strong platform that I'd like to get to the people. And so if, if they're lucky and they're... If they're open to vote for me, we can get there and we can have some better conversations. Good. So uh, uh, has your son been out campaigning with you? He has. He got to the, go the first one. He's been in camp off and on during okay. the door-knocking days, but he got to see a little bit of it. And, you know, he he, he says he loves seeing Mommy's picture and and, and and feel like a postal carrier dropping it off. And I'm like, well, you know, remember, we don't put it in the mailbox. We put it in the, the door. We, or we knock and wait for them. So, oh, yeah. But he gets to feel important in part sure. of the campaign, which is How great. old is he? He's 10. 10, okay. Wow. So so I got to tell you, one of the campaigns I was running on, actually Roger Reiner was my opponent and um, for the council. So my son was eight. Okay. So we're up in Duluth Heights uh, campaigning, and he's ahead, dropping a literature, and he comes back with me with a handful of literature, and it was Roger's literature oh. taken out of the door. Oh, this is your opponent I'm taking, and we're all freaking out because he, <laughs> he still, you know, he took and we had to explain to him yeah. that... Um, you, we can, you can add it too, but you can't take away from that's what's right, already that's there. Right. So we tried to put him back, you know. But and <laughs> I, I did win that race. But yeah. the, but the point is, you just never know what kids are going to do because they're oh, there to cool. help out their their parents. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. So all right. So any other uh, action here before you take off? You know, I think things are just going really good and really positive, and I'm really fortunate to be. The, uh, the independent running this race and standing out alone because people get to see my my policy, my platform stand on its own, and I feel really sh- I have a strong thing going going forward. Um, and I mean, we're just going to keep running and keep working until the last last bit. All right, you're at website one more time. Ashley for Duluth dot com. Gotcha. Spell Ashley for us. Sure, A S H L I E. There you go. There you go. Thanks, and Ashley. You should see her her lawn sign. She's got like the uh, lighthouse. Oh, very cool. I'm drawn to the port. So uh, kind of a neat-looking line sign. Yeah, stands out. 831 here at KDAL. We'll be back. More of the morning show on the way. Now, Dave Strandberg, Neil Atkins. Back to the KDAL morning show. Stupid Cupid, you're a real mean guy. I'd like to clip your wings so you can fly. She was called the queen of rock and roll back in the day. Connie Francis and Stupid Cupid. Stupid Cupid? Stupid Cupid. You're a real mean guy. All right. Uh, President Biden's younger dog, his name is Commander, said to have been involved now in 10 biting incidents at the White House as well as in Delaware. This uh, little dog's a bugger. What kind Uh, of dog is it? I'm not sure. I might get to it here. Uh, German Shepherd. Well, U.S. Secret Service said they're concerned about their agent's safety now <laughs> around the German Shepherd. The agency said in one incident, Commander clamped down on an officer's arm and thighs 
in November of 2022. In another incident in October, the First Lady, Jill Biden, couldn't regain control of Commander as the dog charged a member of the Secret Service staff. The White House says the Bidens are working on training Commander after those biting incidents. But uh, Does it say how old Commander is? Uh, well, it says he's the youngest of uh, the, youngest. the dogs that they have. But well, it say how old now, I have a dog that's 16 years old. Yeah, well, that's, I think he'd be younger than that. Oh, I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. Yeah. But, jeez, uh, <laughs> I'll tell you. Well, it's, you know, training is a, a big issue, but, right. you know, the dot, well, let's see now. Biden uh, has been in office couple of years now yeah a little bit more than two years two and a half years and before that uh you know he wasn't in office so it's depending on how young the dog is uh you know this is can be a confusing time for animals with all these people yeah. around <laughs> this is true too here you go yeah. to the home and their secrets are all these strangers mm-hmm. hanging around hanging around your your master and, and master and mistress yeah. And uh, the dog can be kind of confused, so obviously they need the dog whisperer to come on board <laughs> and uh, take take the dog yeah. under under there you go. under hand and say the Secret Service guys are nice guys. Don't bite anymore. Right. I think this dog was uh, 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 acquired after the president took office. I well, think. Well, then the yeah. dog's been acclimated, yeah. so mm-hmm. that's all in the training. I don't. So. Uh, numerous studies show that heavier people are paid and promoted less than thinner colleagues and are often stereotyped as lazy or undisciplined. Now there are some bills being signed in some states that prohibit such discriminatory practices against those of us who weigh a little more than everybody else. Michigan, currently the only state to prohibit employment discrimination on the basis of weight, in May, New York City signed into law a ban on discriminatory practices in the workplace, making weight a characteristic protected from discrimination, alongside race, gender, age, religion, and sexual orientation. New Jersey and Massachusetts now introducing similar bills. Weight discrimination cases rarely succeed in court either, it says. So there you go. Really? Interesting. Yeah, we need some uh, civil rights there for the, for the hefty. <laughs> well, you know, I'll tell you, <clears throat> uh, people... It's interesting on the obesity scale. Uh, when I went in to get my physical, yeah, I'm six foot, and that kind of changes over the years. Well, I it has. It's kind of yeah. interesting. I'm 195 pounds, right? And they said that I was uh, over a, a little bit overweight. Okay? Oh boy, yeah. And let me tell you, <laughs> I might have a, a small love handle on me. Uh huh. But that's it. I yeah. mean, I'm not, I, you know, I, and I'm in pretty good shape, and I, I was kind of taken aback. At, so what do you want me to be, yeah. a scarecrow or well, what? Well, I was, I was skinny for many years, and then just... Well, you uh, got a little bit. Well, after stopping smoking, I've been packing out ah, pounds like crazy. But okay. yeah, that's a whole other story. But, yeah, I, the, my, most, my weight during most of my Air Force life was like uh, less than 140, okay. and I was 6'2". You're yeah, lean so, and mean. Yeah, lean now I'm mean. Uh, I'm not six two anymore. I think I've shrunk to about <laughs> oh, we, six. We do. I used yeah. to be six one, and I'm six yeah, now. And, so uh, right around two hundred or so. So yeah. <laughs> well, you know, it's what, what whatever they whatever they right. kind of determine, but it changes constantly. Remember, remember how bad eggs were for you? Oh my oh, God! Having eggs and butter. Oh, can't do it. Well, now they're finding out that yeah. eggs are okay. Yeah, butter's and, not bad for you either. Butter's not bad. Some of that margarine stuff has got you know oil in it, which is worse for you than butter is. Do you so. remember when Mar? I was a little kid when margarine came out, yeah. and my mom went and bought some because <laughs> butter was more expensive, and we right. were we were on a tight budget. 
And you could only get it at the time in Wisconsin because Minnesota had not legalized margarine yet. Oh, I the, think in Wisconsin they had issues, too, with margarine. And because, the dairy yeah. industry right. uh, fought it. Mm-hmm. And so you'd buy this margarine, and it was white. Yeah. And there was a little tab in it to colorize it <laughs> oh. because they wouldn't allow you to sell right. it colorized. You don't okay? want it to look like butter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I frankly, I never really liked it that much, and I always oh, I... liked butter, and my mom finally <laughs> went back to butter. But all was, right. Uh, oh, butter is not all that expensive lately, not, I guess, not, no, which no. is good. Let's go to the phones again. Hi, who's this? Hey, this is Wade. How are you guys doing? All right. What's up with Wade? Well, what about our state Senator Grant Hauschild? Well, what's, okay, what's going on with you? What, what's up with that? Well, it looks like he violated election laws and had a big fine. Well, not a big fine, I guess, for... Well, they find him basically what he overspent blue. by, yeah. Yeah, you know, I mean, he's he's in the... Uh, he's, he's protected by the big blue machine, so, you know, I'm sure not a heck of a lot's going to happen to him. But for some reason... Every time, it seems like they just can't quite follow the rules. Just look at the city elections right now. Those are supposed to be all nonpartisan, and every one of them has got the DFL endorsed. They cannot figure out how to play the game on a level playing field. It is It is interesting. It's, uh, you know, on the... In the mayor's race, uh, you've got the mayor. She's always been endorsed by the DFL, yeah. and her, her, none of her opponents are. And I know yeah. uh, Reinert, who's her major opponent, is endorsed by a few unions, and she's endorsed by a bunch of unions and other groups. Well, he was endorsed groups. by the DFL for other things that he ran for. So he, yeah. he yeah. Had, Reinert had been right. endorsed at one point in time by the mm. DFL, and now. Now they they threw him under the bus because he dared <laughs> well, both, he yeah. dared go up against the incumbent, mm. and we have city council yep. can't wade your right city. It is interesting because I always I always uh, spoke like you did against the endorsement process because it's you know one it's nice but it's supposed to be nonpartisan and when I when I ran uh, I was never endorsed by any political party and they still try to label me a Republican. And yet, because it is a nonpartisan race, I had most of my supporters were Democrats or saw themselves as Democrats. And they saw, I talked to a lot of them, they saw the city races away because it's technically nonpartisan. Even though the party endorses, they could vote for and support whoever they wanted. They weren't tied to the party. So you had some of those people that had an open mind to it all. You don't have to seek the endorsement either, do you? They can just endorse you if they want. Well, they have a convention, and they yeah. invite all the candidates oh, to see. come and speak. Right. And uh, and you, you get a chance to get up and speak. I, I went to a couple of them and got up and said, hey, it's a nonpartisan election. Right. I'd appreciate your support, but uh, yeah. I'd, I'd appreciate it if you go for no endorsement. And then, of course, he'd always endorse my opponent, but that's beside <laughs> the point. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. And, and just to be clear, you know, the the other side of the aisle is not pure as the driven snow either. You know? <laughs> oh, this is true. This yeah. is true. This is true. I mean, we 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 have to be we we have to be completely fair on that account. 
but but it is so blatant, just blatant, and I just just makes me want to heave. The guy didn't. Well, he's no Tom Bach, and I'll leave it there. All right, I got gotcha. you. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. Hey, thanks, well, wait, for the thanks call, man. Yeah. Good to hear from you. Eight forty-three at KDAL. Got a mostly to partly cloudy sky, 68 at the airport. It is 66 downtown, 65 superior. Yesterday, 87 officially at the oh. airport. It never got over probably 71 at my house, but almost 20-degree difference between inland and uh, lakeshore yesterday. Well, when I was uh, I was up in Two Harbors Ooh. yesterday, and I was driving back, and <clears throat> the... Um, I mean, it was pleasant. I wasn't complaining. Yeah. 70s is better than high 80s. It was in the low 60s yeah. and then 70. And then I ended up uh, uh, clipping up Glenwood and Duluth, and then it mm-hmm. went up. And once I got up on the Martin Road, it was 91. <laughs> Hot time, on the, yeah. uh, on the vehicle uh, right. gauge. So, And today's going to be a scorcher also. And About I guess the same, tomorrow. yeah. Upper 80s uh, yeah. today, maybe uh, upper 80s again tomorrow, but then cooling off on uh, Friday. Yep. And depending on the wind direction, you might get some relief downtown again today. Yeah, sure could. Right so, now, east at 7. So Just remember to mm-hmm. uh, stay hydrated. Don't yes. leave pets or kids in locked cars. <laughs> Absolutely. Days. People keep on doing this. Yeah. I All over the country, you see some of these horrendous things happen with pets and little kids and on and on and on. <laughs> So, uh, hey, getting back to intoxicants. Yeah. The weed ordinance here in Duluth, okay? <laughs> now, here's the devil on the details. All right. All right. So we've got one of the counselors that's trying to put the brakes on this that's all concerned oh. about renters' rights to smoke weed in their apartments. She's all worried about uh, landlords not oh. allowing weed in their facilities. What and do they do for smoking? Is that similar or? I would suspect that there are some apartment buildings that are right. smoke-free. Okay. And, uh, uh, you know, well, In that depends. case, I mean, if you're uh, told in advance, hey, you can't smoke or anything. Well, my, I don't know. Uh, Azran Awal is a city councilor. I don't know if you ever heard of the Clean Air Act out yeah. there. But I'm surprised that the, uh, the Lung Association isn't stomping its feet yeah. and going up to City Hall, bashing on the doors, <laughs> talking about the Clean Air Act, with with well, marijuana becoming legal, they may do that yet. <laughs> well, I would suspect so, but right. you have the Clean Air Act in mm-hmm. public in public buildings, bars, restaurants, and the whole nine yards. Right, you cannot smoke indoors. Now, outside, you can. Now, right, are you going to be able at uh, Bent Paddle and some of the others mm-hmm. where they 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 have infused cannabis products? Right. Uh, uh, Outside of many bars, there's an area where people can smoke, okay? I'm guessing marijuana would be okay there as well. Well, if you're a bar that you walk out to the bar Mm -hmm. and you're on Superior Street, that's illegal. Oh. Okay? All right. Now, if a bar has... Keep it in the back alley, then, where it belongs. If it has a a deck in the back where people can smoke, are people going to be allowed to smoke marijuana back there? And there's some uh, questions for Eric Forsman and the rest of them on the city council. We shall see. Well, they haven't voted on anything yet. That's coming up in a couple of weeks, I guess. Yeah, they have have to have a couple of readings on it. We'll see what the uh, newly revised version looks like. That's right. That's right. right. Mega Millions jackpot growing. Uh, No big winner last night. Uh, going to be up to $910 million, Whoa. just short of the billion-dollar mark for Friday night's drawing. I forgot to buy a ticket. I'll, you? Maybe well, I'll do one today. I still got to, time for the Friday night drawing. To get some gas. If you want to do the cash option, it's $464 million. And less 40% in taxes. Less taxes, yeah. There you go. 
Last time somebody won the jackpot in the Mega Millions was back in April. Of course, the billion-dollar jackpot for Powerball went to somebody in California a couple of weeks ago. They never did say who it was, of course. I don't think. Uh, I'm not sure they have to say, but I think most people would not want to divulge. Oh boy, I would I imagine. How that. do you keep that secret, though? <laughs> I mean, all of a sudden you got well, yeah, uh, it, a couple hundred million. Word's going to get out, I would imagine, but in your back pocket you don't have that, to officially uh, hey, say. Uh, you know, that Dave Strandberg, he's got a couple hundred million sitting on. Do you eat Skittles, by the way? Have you heard of Skittles? Yeah, I, I have, and I don't like them. Yeah. I, they're not my favorite candy. There's going to be a new flavor coming out this summer. What now? Mustard. Mustard. How nice. In honor of National Mustard Day on the 5th of August, Skittles will be making mustard-flavored Skittles, a collaboration with French's Yellow Mustard. Fans will get to taste the new flavor at the Mustard Mobile that apparently makes stops in Atlanta, Washington, D.C., and New York next week. So on a mustard mobile. I didn't know there was such a thing. Well, the, that the, the Wiener Mobile. Yeah, the Wiener Mobile and Mustard Mobile should go around together. That'd I be would, great. I would think so. Oh, well, so now my hot dog, I can sprinkle yeah. Skittles on it. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it'd be a little Mustard flavored Skittles. Yeah. I suppose that would be possible. I don't know if I'd like that or not, but there you go. I know there's a couple of places that have uh, hamburgers that they, they put peanuts on them or some sort of cashew, cashew burger. Why ruin a perfectly good hamburger? I don't know. They, the anchor, the anchor bar over in Superior has a cashew burger. Yeah, well, that's fine if you a, order one. Of them. A buddy of mine loved them. He he yeah. let me taste it one time, and I <laughs> said, "Tastes like peanut butter on my hamburger." <laughs> give me a give Why me the not, bottle. Huh? Yeah. Give me the bottle of ketchup, please. All right. Uh, have you ever been to uh, Sturgis the motorcycle rally out there? I've been to Sturgis, but uh, a not week after the rally, the rally okay. a week after it, yeah. the eighty third. Event is going to kick off on the 4th of August yeah. in Sturgis, South Dakota. I, we were there, this is, uh, what was it, maybe um, nine, ten years ago, eight, right. eight, nine, nine, something like that. We were driving through, we were going out to Bozeman, uh, Montana, and Yellowstone, and uh, we stopped in, We stopped at Wall Drug, in Wall. Yeah. And remember Wall, Wall Drug, Drug, they had yeah. the signs all over the place. We right. stayed overnight in Wall. Okay. And then uh, went on into Sturgis, and... There were still motorcycles all over the. It was a week after the rally. There were still right. people hanging out, and uh, sobering up for the trip home, probably. Yep. And I we I stopped at a we stopped at a place and I bought a Sturgis uh, shirt. Ah, very good. And uh, mm-hmm. long sleeve long sleeve uh, kind of pullover uh, t shirt. I mean, that's not a big town, is it? I mean, what what's the population? Boy, I, I don't know. Because they're it, expecting like hundreds of thousands yeah. of motorcyclists. I think it's uh, it, driving through it. It's a city of probably twenty twenty thousand okay. something but, like yeah. that. Oh. Kind of yeah. like Bayfield that explodes during the Apple Festival. I yeah, suppose. and boy, and then some. It's, <laughs> it's something else. All right. Well, that uh, kicks off. If you're interested, eighty third Sturgis Motorcycle Rally, a nine day event that kicks off on the fourth of August. Yep. So. There you go. So plenty of time fun. to. Uh, I know people that have gone out there. A lot of people will. Trailer their motorcycles. Some ride. I had a friend of mine yeah. that, and another guy rode out there, and somebody clipped them. They didn't even get out of Minnesota and oh, clipped them, no. passing them, and they both ended up in the hospital. They wow. got pretty pretty racked up. Well, if you're going to go there, you might as well ride there, I suppose. But it's a long ride. It depends. You know, there's some people that love those long rides, and uh, yeah. but I know people that will trailer their their bikes. Right. You know, like a couple and do that. Just but ride other people around in ride town it. instead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. But, yeah. We'll take a break and check weather next as the morning show continues on KDAL. Neil, Wall Street is opening this morning. Up 
went away. Lower. Oh, Lord. Well, As investors are apparently goes. awaiting more earnings and yeah. the Federal Reserve's decision on interest rates. Yeah, yeah, Some yeah. say they're going to go up again, I guess. Yeah, that's what I hear. Say, uh, here's here's the final story on Sturgis, South okay. Dakota. Population 7,107. Wow. (laughs) They're expecting a half a million uh, people uh, uh, coming to town. And it's like you said, it's over a a 10-day period. It was uh, founded in 1878, incorporated in 1888. There's some historical uh, stuff around there. The old Fort Meade, which is the 19th century military post. Okay. And uh, Fort Meade Museum is nearby. And just east of town on the south, the Black Hills National Forest right. uh, has a beautiful ride through. A lot of people ride through that. Mm-hmm. They also have the um, the Sturgis Motorcycle Museum and Hall of Fame. It's wow. a long-running Sturgis Motorcycle Rally and all that. Jeff. Does it say why Sturgis got into the motorcycle rallying business? I don't. I, uh, I would just wonder why. Yeah, why it happened to end up in Sturgis. Well, you know, it's maybe wise. just a scenic area, I suppose, to motorcycle. It's around, become so. it's become the uh, uh, iconic motorcycle rally in the right. world. It's the biggest rally. It's, I know. It's also known for its location in the Black Hills. Maybe that's it. Just it's a uh, picturesque it's location for natural beauty. Landmarks uh, like Mount Rushmore mm-hmm. and Crazy Horse Memorial are nearby, and which still and, isn't done. And Custer State, that's right. Custer <laughs> State Park is. Uh, nearby there we stayed in yeah. custer and went really? through custer state park that's not far away from sturgis so mm-hmm. uh there's a lot to see and beautiful mm-hmm. touring if you're on a motorcycle i bet yeah, that's probably so. why then that you know it's just a nice area to be in on a motorcycle and deadwood's not too far by and you got all these <laughs> wow. famous uh cities there that mm-hmm. in the wild wild west that's you know, true boot hill at deadwood yeah uh, and you get to stop at Wall Drug if you're heading from this direction, I guess. Then they've got the Saab. Or the Corn Palace. You go by through the Corn Palace area. They've got the Saab Heritage Museum there. <laughs> the did Saab not know that. Automobile. Yes, I yes. thought that was a Swedish deal. It is, but apparently they've got a museum oh, there of okay. Saab. So. Didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, uh, that should be a lot of fun. We'll be uh, heading to Sturgis this year, you think? Or? You're, you're going? No, I'm not going. No, I'm not. Maybe you go. would. You got your bike out finally. I got so. the bike out, but no, I'm not going to go. I've got, right. I've got too many things to do around here. All right. Well, we got news coming up next at the uh, top of the hour from uh, CBS. We'll have the uh, latest on President Biden's son, Hunter, who Uh-oh. today is appearing in federal court in Delaware this more, morning. More stuff on Hunter. More stuff uh-huh. on Hunter. Yep. And, of course, the brutal heat wave continues in the south and southwest, but now in the Midwest as well. Yep. Should be about 100, they figure, today in uh, down in the Twin Cities. Yeah, I know. And in uh, western Minnesota, too, it looked mm-hmm. at some of those communities are going to hit a hundy. And uh, they're going to play baseball, too, at Target Field this afternoon. So it could be a hot day for baseball. And let's see, a new bipartisan bill would change how college athletes make money off their names and likenesses. And people along Florida's space coast are preparing for the rumble of another rocket launch that'll happen later tonight or maybe tomorrow, the SpaceX Falcon Heavy Rocket. Rumble on the East Coast. Uh, Have a good rest of the day, and tomorrow, too, Neil, we'll catch you on Friday. All right, Friday it is. It's news next from CBS, news from the Minnesota News Network and Wisconsin Radio Network to follow, and the final hour of the morning show here on a Wednesday.